All right, so uh, I thought maybe today, uh, Erev Hanukkah, we could talk a little bit about Erev um, Hirsch on Hanukkah. Um, you know, Rav Hirsch, he writes about Hanukkah in a few places, in Chorev, and then a few places in the collected writings. Um, obviously, it's not on the Firish and Chumash, but uh, let's, uh, maybe we'll, uh, we'll share some ideas, and I think maybe, you know, uh, maybe build a little, a little, you know, a little bit more than Rav Hirsch himself, says based on other things from Rav Hirsch, I think would be consistent. So first of all, just understanding what is Hanukkah. It's very interesting, is that Rav Hirsch, when he writes about Hanukkah, he spends a lot of time talking about the Sefer Megillus Tainus. Megillus Tainus was a collection of Yamim Toivim during Bayasheni. When, when things happened, um, when victories happened for Klal Yisrael, it was recorded in a Sefer called Megillus Tainus, and it was a Yamtif. And the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah talks about it extensively. There was many, many Yamim Toivim throughout the days of Bayasheni called Megillus Tainus. Now, after the Chobim Mesa Mikdash, there's a Machlaikis, whether Butla Megillus Tainus or not, because right, now we're in Golis, Okay, so Megillus Tainus is battle, right? These are no longer happy days for us. They're sad days because they remind us of how things were. Whereas according to another sheet, the light battle Megillus Tainus, we pass can obviously battle Megillus Tainus. But the Gemara says that there's two exceptions. There's two Yamim Taivim that were in Megillus Tainus that still remain, and that's Hanukkah Upurim. The Gemara says, why? The Gemara says, why are we not mavatlit? So it's very interesting. The Gemara says, because they have mitzvahs. So the Gemara says, okay, be mavatl the mitzvah. Right? So the Gemara says, it's Shani Chanukah Purim, the Mepharsam Nisa. Right? So the Rashi has an interesting Lashon. But you know, the, the Pasha says that these two Yamim Taivim are particularly significant. They're special Yamim Taivim. They are kind of model Yamim Taivim for all the other Nisim. And they contain, in the Chanukah Purim, contain all the other ones. And so those are the only two that have mitzvahs associated with them. Right, so on Purim you have multiple mitzvahs, on Hanukkah we have a mitzvah near Hanukkah, they have Halal. So they were given Chazal or Masakin mitzvahs associated with these Yom Taivim, which show their significance in the idea of Pursume Nisa. Right, all the Yom Taivim really are Pursume Nisa. But again, these two have mitzvahs, which means that they're special, significant, and therefore these are the two that were left. The reason why, the reason why this is important is because we have to understand the purpose of Hanukkah and Purim. And we'll talk about, you know, the ideas of what these Yom Taivim are, are coming to teach us, but like, why are Chazal making new Yom Tovim for? Like we don't have enough Yom Tovim. There's not enough things that uh, throughout the year that uh, that teach us all these different important ideas. Like what's the idea? What's what's Chanukah Purim? What, what, what are Chazal adding here? I'm going to show these are massive Yom Tovim that Chazal are adding. And the word is is that there's a historical context. The first is understanding these Yom Tovim as coming out of Bayasheni. Bayasheni. We tend to look at it right is that you have Bayis Rishon was we had a base of Mikdash we were we had Eretz Yisrael. Then we went to Gos, and we came back for a number two. Bayesheni was the same thing as Bayes Rishon, it just was the second one, and now we're in Gos. Rav Hirsch understands, and this is based on multiple psukim in Navi, and Rav Hirsch isn't the only one that says it, is that the Tkufa Bayesheni was not a Tkufa of Klayisol in its strength. Fakir, Bayesheni, if you look at it from the very beginning, Right? We, the only reason why we got permission to build it was because we got permission from the Persians. And for the first Kufa by Yishenu, we were under the control of the Persians. And then after the Persians, we fell under the control of the Greeks. And after the Greeks, we fell under the control of the Romans. There was come out no, there was come out no time, there was come out no Kufa of Bayesheni that we were in control. Maybe a short period during the Hashemunayim, but even then, constant fighting and infighting and civil wars. So that Bayesheni was Be'etzem, a Golistiska Kufa in Eretz Yisrael. Bayesheni is a Golastika Yamtif, right? It's a Golastika Tkufa. Rabbi Yaakov says this at the same time. You have all these Nevuas that seem to be talking about the Geula, 
right? And yet, like, we're in... Does that mean that the second base of Mikdash is the Geula? Right? No, it's the, right? it's the third base of Mikdash. The second base of Mikdash, Be'etzem, is considered a time of Golas. This is a big Yisoyim that Hirsch says historically that uh, the Bayasheni is a Tkufa of Golas. It's a Tkufa of Golas. Now, what happened was, and we, we saw this in the 19 letters, that Hirsch calls the Bayasheni, but he says it's like kind of a small reunion before the real Golas. So basically, the Rishon is destroyed. Hashem sends everyone into Gauls because of the terrible avarice. We have to just knock it out. Before the real Gauls, which is the Gauls that we're in the middle of now, the 2,000-year Gauls, close to 2,000 years, Hashem brought us back to Eretz Yisrael in order to prepare us for this Gauls. The Bayashemi was a Tkufa. We were in Gauls, but we were also kind of not in Gauls. Right? Think about Bayashemi. You know, a lot of Yidin stayed in Bavel. Bava was a massive powerhouse. Not, not, most of you weren't even, right? But certainly we didn't have the power in the same way. We didn't have, and therefore the Bayashemi is this era where we're preparing. And this is why during Bayashemi, particularly the beginning, is when you have the Achikanes Sagadela being Masakin, all these things, right? Tfila, for example, right? There was Pashtus, no real Tfila Kavua during Bayas Rishon. Ashkenaz Sagadela came along and they were Masakin the three times a day, Kanega the Kabanis. What's up? Ashkenaz Sagadela began in Bayashemi. You just got back Karbanis. Why are you being Masakin now with Tefillah for? There's this because they, they realize that Klai Yisrael is dispersed and this is a time to help prepare for the ghosts. The Takanas of Machikna the teachings, Mishnayis is starting to be written down now. Again, you know, the ghosts, we're, we're still in Bayesheni. Why? What's the Pshat? Because it's a Tkufa of Beis Hamikdash of Eretz Yisrael, but it's Be'etzim a Golis the Tkufa. And therefore, the Yom Tevim of Hanukkah Purim are not regular Yom Tevim. The Yom Tevim of Golis. The ideas that Hanukkah and Purim teach us are important ideas, and we had Yom Tavim to celebrate these ideas, as we'll point out. But these are these are the ideas of the Rebbein Shalom's relationship to us in Golos. Right? So even though it was Bayesheni Hanukkah, Bayes Purim was uh, was obviously during a Golos between the two. But even in Purim, they already started coming back to the Eretz Yisrael. But that Hanukkah and Purim are the Yom Tavim of Golos, and they're reminding us of the Nisim that the Rebbein Shalom does for us in Golos. Okay, so what so what is the uh, what are, what are the uh, what 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 is the Indian of Hanukkah? So I used to I used to joke is that is that you can take you t- tell me any yisoid in Yiddishkeit any Muslim yisoid Hasidus Kabbalah Hashkafa anything you want and I'll find you someone that says that that's what Hanukkah is all about and that that's what Purim is all about right it's about Torah it's about the, there's everything that you want right because everything and it's, it's you know in Yiddishkeit everything is everything that's like the way uh, you know that's as, as a as a gaitus. But Lamaisa, we try to try to get to the site of what the Yom Tif is, and the first likes to get down to the basics, and then everything else will kind of, I think, find its way around that 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 uh, that you know central idea. So the very basic, and there's a Torah that says the same idea, and it's a Pashat idea, is that Purim was the time that the Rebbeinu protected us when we were in Golos. Hashem promises that our physical protection is guaranteed even though we're in Golos. We're in Golos, we're scattered, we're under the domain of other nations, we don't have our own king, and Haman was about to kill us all. Purim celebrates that physical survival of Klai Yisrael in Golos. That's Purim. Hanukkah is where the Rebbeinu promises our spiritual survival in Golos. We're in the Tkufa of Golos, where other nations are on top of us, and passing laws and everything against keeping Torah mitzvahs. Hanukkah is the nace that reminds us that Hashem will make sure that Klai Yisrael's spiritual, spirituality will survive, even in a terrible Tkufa of Golos. That's the basic idea. Now, let, let, let's try to break down Hanukkah. Let's, let's try to figure this all out. So first of all, Hanukkah, we have this dichotomy, and like you know, if, if you just look at like the traditional sources, 
and I mean like the very beer basic Gemara and like you know Masech the Seifrim and Davening we have a, an automatic like question pops out at you now what is Hanukkah is it the Gemara says my Hanukkah by the way the Gemara that says my Hanukkah is a direct quote from Megillah's Titus right and says that they came into the base of Mikdash and and they, uh, and they lit a Menorah right they lit, they lit for one day and they lit for eight days first of all it's interesting that we're making them a Taiwan for Nisan it's an interesting concept like we don't find such concepts in Yiddish guy. We're making a yumtif for a nace, like a cute magic trick, you know, <laughs> right? And we're making a whole nace because of the because of this little nace. It's an interesting thing. And then of course the famous problems, which is that is that is that there's no an Alanisim, for example, which comes from a Sahta Saifrim, there's no mention of the nace of the of the Pakshemit. There's only the Mohama. What? No, it's not about the nace. It's about the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. What? Those are not Nisim. Those are... We'll get, we'll get, let's get to Pesach and Sukkot. It's about... The, it's about it's, yeah, well, let's, let's, we'll get to those Yavim Mitzrayim. Okay, but the point is that, like, there are Asar Nisim Mechol Yom in the Ba'is Rishon. There were Nisim, like, a Nisim that happens. Every time a rabbi does a Mephis, you're going to make a, a, a Yamtif? Like... You know what's the what's the what's the Indian of making a yamta for an ace? What? Right. So is it the, is it the nace of the Bakshem and the Muhammad? Okay, so we'll talk about the Muhammad and Al Nisim. We certainly talk about the Muhammad, right? There's a famous okay. We're not getting into the controversy of it, but like the nace of the Muhammad. I mean, it was a pretty shvach nace of the Muhammad, right? They came in and they had a little victory, but at the end of the day. It fell apart pretty quickly. They have continued fighting for many, many years after the victory of Hanukkah. They continued fighting, and even after they actually won the war, eventually it was always constant fighting. So it wasn't well, this. This was a this was a victory. Like this was a shvach of victory. Again, obviously, though, the main Indian of Hanukkah is neither. Actually, it's the Hanukkah. It's the Hanukkah Samikdash, right? The Hanukkah Beis Samikdash. They made a, a yamtif because they rededicated the Beis Samikdash. So again, but so, so where does the Menorah and the Muhammad get into it? They rededicated the base of Mikdash, right? In, 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 the, in the Megillus, in the, in the Megillus Tainus, it talks about that, that they made a Chanukah just like we made Moshe. The Megillus Tainus asked, so why was it eight days? The Chanukah we made Moshe was seven days for some reason. How, where do you get seven from? It's a good child. Shleim HaMelech made a seven-day Chanukah. Over here, they made an eight-day. So it's interesting exactly how it answers, but just trying to figure out all these moving pieces and how are they connected. We have the Nase of the Pach Shemen, we have the Chanukah space of Mikdash, we have the Mohamma. How do they fit into each other? There's another interesting thing is that we have a mitzvah on their Chanukah of Neiris Chanukah. Right? Now, of course, there's a big, a big misnomer that everyone calls this Menaira. Now, we call it a Menaira, it's a cute name that we give to it, but the Sfire never called it a Menaira because you're not lighting a Menaira. This idea of lighting a... The guy tells me last night that he, uh, he, his Menaira is, is, you know, the, the slanty lines, like the Rambam, right? The Rambam, his Menaira, famously, the picture in the Mishnah Torah, slanty, and the Lavashareb was very intuitive of Rambam. And a Rambam, this, as opposed to the round ones, right? Every Menaira, if you look at Nachi Weinstein, had a, had a great episode on this. Every Menaira, until the Rambam was round, that was clearly the way all the Rishayim and the Arsh of Titus, they were all round Menairas was the way it was, but I'll go but So he, he wants to get around. I said, I said you're not lighting a Menaira. Menorah had seven branches and it was avoided in the base of Mikdash. We're lighting, Chazal never used the word Menorah. It's Neirois Chanukah. Sfarda made up, you made a keli for it, you call it Chanukiah, but it's Neirois Chanukah. Right? I mean, the biggest rise of the fact that there's a mitzvah only to light one. There's no mitzvah to light eight. Menorah is a hidden mitzvah to light eight. But you're lighting one, right? It's not, you're not lighting a Menorah. It's not, it's not even Zechit to Menorah, Pashtas. 
All right, we try to connect it because there's a nice of the Menaira, so we kind of try to make a connection between the Neiris Hanukkah and the Neiris Hanukkah, people use Shem and Zayis. Very good. But there's a, there's a mitzvah of Neiris Hanukkah. There's a, the, the way we celebrate the Neiris is through lighting Neiris Hanukkah. Right? It's interesting is that Josephus, who doesn't mention the nace of the, of the Pachshem and Bechlal, he says, you know, he calls this, they celebrated the victory and the Hanukkah space Amikdash, and he says, like, and they call this holiday lights. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't know why. Like, why are they calling it lights, right? And it's, you do with that, and like, it seems that a lot of the Eretz Yisrael sources don't really acknowledge the nace of the Pachshem. Like, that's not important to them. Right? The Alanisim, for example, they don't mention the nace of the Pachshem. It's in the Bavel, Talmud Bavli, which mentions the nace of the Pachshem. Right? So it, it, Pachshem wasn't that important to the, to the people in Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't... So well, what's going on over here? So, so I think the idea that Rav Hirsch is saying is, is that Hanukkah is where we celebrate that the Rebbein Shalom will preserve the spiritual life of his people in Golis. That we're in a dark and terrible Golis, and the Rebbein Shalom will make sure that we survive. Right? And, and so the Mesa Mikdash is destroyed. Lays empty for three years. We come along and we had a military victory. But what was the bar of that military victory? The military victory will happen many years later. It doesn't even really fully happen. But the pshat is that we had a military victory to the point where we can now light up the light of the menorah. We can now re- re- re-inaugurate the base of Mikdash. It's a spiritual victory. Even the, even the military victory was the military victory was part of the Rebbein Shalom's promise for our spiritual victory. It's interesting that they bring down... I, I think I heard this from Rabbi Katz. Where he asked, how come on Purim they didn't fight? On Hanukkah they fought. On Purim they davened at the tshuva. Okay, later on they fought, right? Whereas Hanukkah they went ahead and fought. Okay, I mean, uh, Purim we, we were in Golos, and Hanukkah we were in Eretz Yisrael, there's a difference. But his vote was that Hanukkah, a Purim is a physical, they were physical gzeru. That's the Kobi Neishamayim. That's up to Hashem, you have to daven. Whereas Hanukkah, where it's a, it was a spiritual, you know, thing, that's the Chosmi Yerushamayim. You have to go ahead and fight. So notice, even the military victory, we're not celebrating a military victory. It's the Tmei Amiyat Tahoyrim, Zeidem Yadayis Kisar Asacha. It's the Vatadar Bansham allowed the spiritual victory, right? It was the military, was just a Hikatimsa for what was the spiritual survival of Klai Yisrael and Golis. Right? And so it's, it's, it's a temporary you know, uh, victory that we had that allowed us now to light up the Beis HaMikdash again, to bring the Karbanis again, to rededicate the Beis HaMikdash, even in a case of Gauls, even in the middle of a war, which continued, which was years before and continued years afterwards and never fully settled. Ara Chorban. But the Rebbein Shem, you know what? There's going to be a Beis HaMikdash. There's going to be an Avaidah. It's going to be Shvach. It's going to be under duress. But the Rebbein Shem will make sure that the spirit of the Torah will continue. And that's the Nase of the Pach Shem. The Nase of the Pach Shem wasn't the point. That was the simon. That was what, what's the bar of this nace? And all the achreinim mitzvah about the nace. What's the point of the nace? Toma Bring the tame. Whatever. It's a cute nace. Okay, don't do the menorah. You didn't do it for three years. You'll wait another week. The bar is, it was a simon of the Rabbi Shalom, is that that light will continue to light. That the Rabbi Shalom will make sure that the spirit, the menorah, that the, 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 the nevu of Zerubbabel, he sees the menorah, is the Ruach Hashem, the spirit, will continue to light even in the darkest times. Right, so Hanukkah is very much a yamtif of right. So it's interesting. It's interesting is that uh, as a corollary of this is is the is that Hanukkah is a unique mitzvah. The mitzvah of Menorah is a very unique mitzvah. Is that it's the only mitzvah, it's the only mitzvah, I think, which is on a family, right? Which is interesting. Where do you have such a concept? A mitzvah ne'er ishu beisay. The ikar mitzvah is only a family. It's a family mitzvah. You have no no other thing. I mean, the house maybe, but here's a mitzvah on a family. What's the pshat? Mitzvah on a family, what? Okay, so mahajim and mahajim. So we paskin that everyone lights it, but again, even according to Taisvis, even mahajim and mahajim, only the Baal lights, but it's clearly there's a chiv of a ner issue, basically, it's a din on, the, on a family. 
Right? So then on that, right? And the Vart is why? Because what happens when Klai Yisrael is in the darkest times of Gullus and everything is going wrong and Klai Yisrael is becoming misyavnim and they're frying and they're putting out by the Zara in the base of Mikdash and they're building gymnasiums and all, read all the stories of Sefer Makabim and Josephus, read all about the terrible things that happen. Klai Yisrael is done, right? If again, if you're a betting person standing there during that Kufa, Tyra is over. We're in Golas, the Persian, the, the Syrian, the Greeks are in charge of us. They're destroying us. They're knocking it out. Greek culture has some, is attractive. Even the Jews, the Kayanam Gedolim, are on the side. Yiddishkeit is done. The spiritual life of Yiddishkeit is done. But what happened? What happened? Literally, one man and his family, right? In Modiyin, they were doing it. One man, Matasyo, got the Ruach Hashem, Mil Hashem Eli, and because of that, the entire Hatzalah of the spirit of Kaiso. That all you need, are they davening here? Right? That all you need, as long as there's one mishpach in Klai Yisrael, one man and his sons, that could stand up to me, Mila Hashem Eli, that could stand up for the, to, for, for the truth and for the emes, the Klai Yisrael will be saved. And it's a mitzvah, particular mitzvah on the mishpach in Klai Yisrael, because that was the Atzala here, is that in order, right, all you need is one person, one person to stand up for, the, for, for what's right and what's true, and, and, and that's how, right? So we look at, you know, we look today, oh, it's a terrible, what's going to be? And oh, terrible world in America and trafe and internet. You know what I mean? As long as there's one person that's willing to stand up for what's right, then the, they're, we're guaranteed that they're right. And that's, and that's the way that in Golos, we have a dark night. It's very, very dark. And this is the fascinating, it's a mitzvah in the night. It's a mitzvah in the night. Right? We, don't, we don't have mitzvahs in the night. The Purim, we read the Megillah at night as, like, as it's an agad, right? But, the, but, but there's a mitzvah at night to light that candle to light that candle and to keep that brightness going even during the terrible Tkufas. And that's what, that's what Hanukkah is. Hanukkah is that during the worst parts of Gauls, the Rosh Hashanah not only will he protect us physically, that's Purim, but will protect us spiritually. I'll add one little point. Is, there, is something going on here? No, there's not one here and then we're moving in there. Okay, yeah? Okay, five minutes. Uh, one last point, and that is, is that there's a very interesting connection between Hanukkah and Sukkot. Right? Hanukkah and Sukkot. In fact, Josephus says that the reason why they made Hanukkah eight days was because they didn't do Sukkot that year. And so Sukkot is an eight day. And so they made Sukkot. It was a makeup for Sukkot. And the state, by the way, and we shine them like this. Right? We have a Zecher in Talmud Babli where, right? Beisham Shita is, is that you go eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. What's the reason? The first shot is, the Mara says, Kanegat Parayachag. Because the Paraman Sukkot, Shaykh is Parayachag to Hanukkah. There's a connection between Hanukkah and Sukkot. So again, just, to, just to very briefly, in Rav Hirsch's calendar, the way we understand the Mayadim, Pesach is the Yom Tif when the Rav Shalom established Klai Yisrael as an entity, a physical foundation of Klai Yisrael. That's Pesach. He took us out of Mitzrayim, he made us into a physical entity called Klai Yisrael. Right? Shavuot, seven weeks later, is when we got the spiritual foundation of Klai Yisrael. We got the Torah. Right? And they're connected through Sphere Saimer. There's the physical on Pesach, the spiritual foundation on, on, uh, on Shavuos. On Sukkot is when we celebrate the continued preservation of the physical existence of Klai Yisrael. Sukkot, Hashem Sadis and Aniyah covered. He gave us money, took care of us for 40 years. Not only did he create Klai Yisrael as a physical entity on Pesach, but he continues to protect our physical existence, and that's Sukkot. Shemini Atzeres, it celebrates this continued spiritual survival of Klai Yisrael. It's the day, stay over one night, well, one day that you just, it's Atzeres, is the final, we gather together all the things that we learned. So Sukkot, right? So what Shemini Atzeres is to Sukkot is what Shavuos is to Pesach, and they're connected. Just like Shavuos is connected to Pesach with Sfira, Shemini Atzeres is tagged on to the end of Sukkot. So in other words, Sukkot symbolizes the seven days of Sukkot that Hashem will continually allow us to survive, but it culminates in the purpose of that survival, which is the continued spiritual survival of Klai Yisrael. Right? That's what Shemini Atzeres and Sukkot is. And so that Hanukkah is the same thing, but just in Gullus. 
It's the idea that Rabbi Shem will allow us to survive. The spiritual survival will continue. There's a, there's, a, there's a physical survival through the war, but it culminates in that eighth day in the spiritual survival in Golis. It's the Mamish of parallel between Sukkot and Hanukkah, and the Mamish worse coming to with all those Chazals. So I'll put him. What? And so it's Hanukkah, is that culmination? Yeah, yeah, that's the culmination. That's the culmination. What? It's the culmination. It's that last day. Because again, the seven days, again, if you look at, if you're looking like Masechtas uh, Megillus Tainus, seven days was the Hanukkah. The eighth day, there's a significance here of the eighth day of Hanukkah in that it's connected with the Shemini Atzeres aspect. And that's the connection. It's that, again, Hanukkah is everything. And again, the Torah and all the things, it's all surrounding the central idea is that Klai will survive spiritually. You don't have to worry as long as People are willing to stand up. People are willing to stand up to, to, to what's for what's right and for what's true. That light of the Chanukah will continue to burn. Hashem, we should be uh, zeichet to, to 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 go out of the gullus and uh, celebrate the Chanukah in the. Uh, in, in, uh,